Uh-oh. Bailey's back, baby. Welcome back, ladies and gents, to another episode of Real Talk with myself, Bailey Arredondo. And if this is your first time tuning into this podcast, let me be the first to welcome you. And you picked a good week to tune in. You know, the name of the podcast kind of speaks for itself, Real Talk. And I like to address, you know, the realest topics, whether it's sports, politics, uh, music, fashion, really anything that I constitute as Real Talk. And for today's show, I'm going to call it like I see it. I'm going to be real. You know, you might not like it, but on this show, I got to keep it real. It's one of the toughest, maybe not even tough, but just conflicting feelings to mix professional sports and social justice. I mean, it is just conflicting. We saw it back in the Jackie Robinson days of baseball. We saw it back in the Muhammad Ali days of boxing, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's, the Bill Russell's of basketball. Guys that fought for not only their rights, but for others that don't have the kind of platform that they have. I mean, these guys are professional athletes. These guys have a substantial impact to society. It's just the truth. And... Maybe I shouldn't have said social justice and maybe I should have kind of give a, a bigger picture saying of more of just personal biases rather than social justice. Because to be honest, a personal bias is going to stay a personal bias until results are made, until facts are proven, until something is concrete. Because that's what a bias is. It's that step before it's finalized. That step before, there's a stamp on it. There's a signature on the bottom of the document. So when I say that it is tough to talk about this, it's because before every professional athlete, there's a person. Before you click on this link to listen to this podcast, there's a person behind that. So I challenge you when you hear me out on this to hone in to what you personally believe in but also take in the facts because I'm going to give them to you. I'm going to give you facts. So, so remind yourself that facts are concrete. Facts are stapled. And with that being said, I'll state this. Colin Kaepernick should be on an NFL roster. But Bailey, this guy can't be in the NFL. This guy kneels for the national anthem. This guy disrespects our country. This guy's an outlaw. We cannot have that on a national, on a professional national football team. We just can't. But let me tell you on why we can. Now, before I get into the logistics of his stats and like what he brings on the field, let's talk about what he brings off the field. So for a quick recap, just in case any listeners are a little unsure on what Colin Kaepernick actually did, a few years ago, when he was the quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, he took a stance and kneeled during the National Anthem, and he was the first to do so in the modern-day NFL era. So in the nuance of the social media era and how quickly news gets out now, this blew up. It blew up. It took the league by storm, it took professional sports by storm, and it took TV networks by storm. I mean, this was a big big deal. 
But I do believe that the misconception of the Colin Kaepernick situation and why he actually kneeled for the national anthem was a bit misconceived and misconstrued by others. So first and foremost, I just want to get out there that I am personally not a protester. I don't really believe in protesting. I don't do it myself. I would rather hop on the mic on here or talk to others or really just talk it out in general and voice my opinions and thoughts. That's, that's just what I do. That's how I do it. And that's, for me, the best way to communicate. But I will say this about protesting. To me, protesting isn't validated unless the person protesting has a solution. If you have a solution going into a protest, great. Because if you're going into a protest and are protesting for something you believe in and you don't have a solution, then what's your end goal? How will what you are protesting for get solved? What's the solution? You gotta have one because that validates it. So this is where Kaepernick's situation gets tricky and where I can see that you know, outsiders looking in have trouble with maybe not just agreeing with Kaepernick's stance, but, you know, seeing where he came from. Because I'm not sure if he had a clear solution. But I do believe what he stood for was misinterpreted by others and should not be the reason he shouldn't have a job in the NFL. Excuse me, shouldn't be on a roster in the NFL. The thing about the NFL is that it is a coaches and owner-driven league. I mean, the 32 NFL owners and the 32 NFL coaches, they, they truly govern the league. And be reminded that it's them governing the league. You know, there's no heavy government influence. There's no governmental rules or regulations. Like, it's its own personal entity. So when a situation surfaces like this, like this big of a, an issue and a situation like Colin Kaepernick kneeling for the national anthem, I think it's important to first hear exactly what the person protesting says he's protesting for. So, and I quote what Colin Kaepernick said to NFL.com when he first kneeled for the national anthem. I am not going to stand up to show pride in a flag and a country that oppresses black people and people of color. To me, this is bigger than football, and it would be selfish on my part to look the other way. There are bodies in the street and people getting paid leave and getting away with murder. Now, I won't go on without saying this. The men and women that fight for our country, have fought for our country, and will continue to fight for our country, they deserve the most ultimate, ultimate respect from anybody. Straight up from anybody. Because the sacrifices they made to leave back family members, to leave back a family at home, a wife and kids, to leave back a career in the United States, to go fight for nothing less than our freedom, is nothing short of heroic. Those men and women are heroes. But remember, that is not what Colin Kaepernick is neglecting. He is not shaming them. He does not want to air disrespect to those who fought for our freedom. This is a complete social justice inequality issue that has to be looked at that way. It cannot be taken out of context because then then you'll just forever be blinded by its true, true meaning.
But remember, this happened a few years ago. This is a bit of old news. So now we've had a few years for others to process it, for the news to formulate their opinions, for headlines to come out. And the thing is, Colin Kaepernick isn't just in this alone now. I mean, this guy started a movement. He's been backed up by LeBron James, Serena Williams, notable NFL analysts on various networks. Nike even gave him his own commercial. I mean, this guy's got people behind it. And now I sit here today, and it's almost unfathomable how Colin Kaepernick is not on an NFL roster. I mean, I watch the NFL pretty vigorously. Like, I love the NFL. And some teams, not all of them, but some teams' level of quarterbacks, maybe not their starting quarterback, but their backup quarterbacks, it's a joke. Some of these guys don't even have business being in the NFL. And we're talking about a guy that's been to two conference titles, who's been to a Super Bowl, who threw for over 300 yards in that Super Bowl, and has proven to be a dual-threat quarterback. I can't emphasize enough that football is a gritty, tough game. This game is not for everybody. But like I said earlier, biases aren't really biases when facts are proven, when stuff is concrete, written in the record books. Kaepernick's got the numbers. He's got the stats. He's gotten to a Super Bowl. And the end result for every NFL team is to win. You're not there to make everybody happy. You're not there to impress fans. Your job is to win, to stand up in February and hold up that Lombardi trophy, to be recognized as the greatest team in the world. You want to win. So it's BS when owners and coaches have come out and said, oh, we don't want Kaepernick because he's just going to bring some negativity and media hype that we just don't want. If any NFL coach would ever listen to this, I would tell them, don't even even say that. Don't even come out and say that. Because coaches and owners that say kind of stuff like that, that say that they're worried about what other people think or, oh, our season ticket holders are going to cough up their tickets or they're going to give them away. That just speaks volume of your personal beliefs and your personal values because you're not concerned about the team. You're not concerned about winning. You're concerned about what other people think. And I might be young, but I'm 22 years old in sports knowledge, and I know that's not the foundation for a winning NFL franchise. That's not what winners do. And why I bring this up today is because it is frustrating as a fan, as a fanatic of the NFL, that I see guys that have no business being in the league. No business. Josh McCown. Heard of him? He's been on 10 different teams in the NFL. 10. That's almost a third of the league. That guy hasn't even smelt the playoffs. Hasn't even had a taste. Hasn't even seen it on the oven cooking up. It aggravates me. It straight up aggravates me. And I looked up the numbers. I was curious. I was like, hey, was Kaepernick really that bad? Because I think that's the common misconception now. It's kind of old news. Like, oh, he, he did get to the Super Bowl a few years ago. Oh, he did win two conference titles. But let me just pour out some numbers in case he just might have forgot. In his career, Colin Kaepernick has completed 59.8% of his passes. It's not the best. But let me tell you who has similar or even less 
completion percentages than Colin Kaepernick. In the past two years, Andy Dalton, Blake Bortles, Cam Newton, Trevor Simeon, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Deshaun Kaiser, and these all might not be high-caliber NFL players, but they have a job. They're on a roster. They get to show up Monday through Sunday to compete. A chance just to, just to showcase what they got. That can't be taken for granted. That cannot be taken for granted. At the end of the day, Colin Kaepernick is a phenomenal athlete. That dude runs a 40-yard dash in 12 strides. 12! Next time, next time you get on a field and you, or you know how far 40 yards is, try taking 12 steps and let, and let me know how far you get because it ain't going to be that far. The guy deserves to be on an NFL roster. What he stood for and what he represents is the inequality of African Americans and the police brutality against them. Don't forget that over 70% of the NFL league is African-American. So it's not like it's a minority. It's not like he's just talking about a few people. This is a serious world issue. But maybe it's because the position he plays and how a quarterback is kind of the face of the franchise, the guy that gets all the looks, all the hype, all the downs, all the lows. But there has never been a hesitation on whether Colin Kaepernick can play or not. Aaron Rodgers has come out and said it. Former players have come out and said it. Players that have been inducted into the Hall of Fame wear a gold jacket for the NFL have come out and said it. So why haven't we seen it happen? I want to reiterate that I'm not agreeing with what Colin Kaepernick stands for. I would never sit for the national anthem. I would never kneel for the national anthem. That's just not how I was raised. That's not what I believe in, and that's what I would never do. But as a person that believes in results, a person that believes in facts, I think it speaks volume on NFL coaches and NFL owners that won't even let Colin Kaepernick step into their facility and see if he could still spin it. It speaks volume.